Ladies and gentle germs, we thank you for choosing Woodworth Cinemas for your show experience today. But before the show gets started, let's all go to the lobby to get some snacks. And now it's time for your feature presentation, Lobby Snacks with Kobe and Rosie. Hi everyone, Kobe here. And Rosie. Yes, and we are here with Lobby Snacks, mm-hmm. uh, our brand new podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Our movie podcast, everything about film and Hollywood and pop culture. Everything to do with that, although we're not entirely just going to talk about movies every week. Um, there's some fantastic podcasts that do that, um, about a thousand of them, <laughs> if you, you look it up. Uh, so me and Rosie... Uh, went to college together and we always talked about the weird side of movies and always made little games with weird stuff so we wanted to do that in this podcast and hopefully you join us along yeah play along with us it's a lot of fun we call this podcast lobby snacks because you are here in our movie theater we like to call it and we're in the lobby and we're just you know gossiping about film stuff and all that you're in the lobby i'm in a decrepit basement (laughs) (laughs) it is it is terrifying me a little bit (laughs) i know it's like something's gonna pop out from behind me if you're watching it on youtube be be wary of a jump scare yeah i'm in this fun little uh popcorn background (laughs) rosie is in a horror movie uh and the snack part of the lobby snacks well let's all go to the lobby the snacks uh this is a bite-sized podcast we're not trying to make it too long we know there's a lot of podcasts that are way over an hour or two and we just want to uh, give you a little snack a little treat a little tidbit just a little taste and if you find us or join us later on uh it's very easy to binge (laughs) yes if you are listening to us that's great that means you found us on apple podcasts and spotify uh, we hope that the algorithm found you nicely, and, but we want to let you know that you can also see us visually on YouTube mm-hmm. and soon on Twitch again. Yes, that would be great if we were able to uh, broadcast live. And of course, Rosie, you have a Twitch channel where you game. I sure do. I haven't streamed in a little while, but I'm hoping to amp it back up and get back to going live every weekend. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, you can find this broadcast of this podcast on YouTube, Woodworth Cinemas. It's W-O-O-D-I-R Cinemas. Uh, the reason I call it that is because there's another podcast I'm working on, actually, that's also visual, called Falling Down Woodward Way, which is a time travel radio drama, <laughs> which and is a lot of fun. It's fantastic, and I can't wait for you to release it. <laughs> I'm uh, in it. Everybody yes, go watch it. <laughs> Rosie is in it. I am in it as well, as I wrote it. I've been working on it for five years. Uh, also on that channel, there's lots of other stuff, skits, uh, video essays, uh, anything of that sort, um, reality TV recaps. I love that stuff. If you're interested in any of that, check out more videos on that channel. But of course, we're here today uh, to give you some snacks in our lobby. <laughs> lobby snacks i'm holding up an uh, old popcorn bin i'm ready to go <laughs> so ready. i have homemade pizza next to me but i won't be eating it so oh not I'll some sp- asmr no i'll spare them all the asmr of me <laughs> chewing 
All right. Well, uh, so we've had lots of ideas for this podcast and we're going to get into it even on Oscar night. We're going to do some Oscar predictions. Uh, As we said, we're going to get into the wacky stuff. We have this uh, box office battle game planned, which we'll get into more details later. Uh, We have a podcast about Princess Diana. (laughs) (laughs) Our die. Our die. And all of that sort. Uh, So we wanted to start off our very first episode here with just a very fun film kid movie game that me and Rosie made up. This game has very many different names, but we're just going to call it the Think Fast game. And how this works is that I will give Rosie two actors and a genre of film or a type of film. She has to make up a synopsis or film plot, and then I give it a name. We put it into a wheel, and we go back and forth. And once we have 10 random films that we both all made up, and they're going to be pretty weird and all of that sort, uh, we're going to spin the wheel until we're left with one, and that would be our best picture winner. <laughs> yeah, it sounds a little bit complicated, but once we get into it, it'll it's so simple, it'll make more sense. It's just hard to verbally explain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see me struggling there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It's, it's a little tricky to explain, but it's super easy. Yeah, all right. Uh, shall we jump right into it? Let's jump right into it. Here is our first game, Think Fast. Rosie is going to begin. You can take it away. All right. So I'm going to give you Jennifer Coolidge Mm -hmm. and Colin Farrell. And your genre is thriller. Thriller. All right. This is me thinking fast. Jennifer Coolidge, Stifler's mom, and Colin Farrell in a thriller. Okay. So, a couple on the brink of divorce is, yes, a couple on the brink of divorce finds out that their apartment has been bugged and they are currently locked in for an unknown reason. They start to figure out that they have to make more agreements than disagreements in their divorce proceedings. However, the more they argue, the more the carbon monoxide gets released (laughs) into their apartment. What the hell? It suddenly turned into a saw trap. (laughs) I just did saw, didn't I? Um, (laughs) Pretty much. uh, But yeah, it, it, it gets sexy, so there's that's gets, not saw. Okay, I think I'll title this one Agree to Disagree. Agree to Disagree. Perfect. I'll put that into our wheel. All right. I would see that. I'd go see that. I love Jennifer Coolidge and Colin Farrell, so. <laughs> Jennifer. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I wish I could do her voice. I think I'm oh, what, did, what did she say in American Pie are you trying to seduce me <laughs> oh wow I can't <laughs> do it man <laughs> wow I gotta I'm too Owen Wilson wow oh, wow like I can't get into it 
<laughs> we'll have to have a marathon of her. We'll have a whole episode where we just talk about Jennifer Coolidge. I would love that. Me too. I I love Jennifer Coolidge. She's like, she's just fantastic. And she's everything just, she's in. Yeah, and she just seems like somebody you could just sit down and have breakfast with. Yeah, or mimosas. Mimosas for sure. Yeah. Um, for all of our viewers and listeners out there, me and Rosie actually just recorded a survivor simulation mm-hmm. where uh, we took movie characters and we put them in a survivor show simulation and we had uh, Jennifer Coolidge compete. <laughs> and uh, I won't spoil it, but uh, it should be on YouTube by the time this is. Mm-hmm. So uh, check that out because it's very fun. And uh, yeah, I'll let you know she lasts. Uh, she lasts a while. She lasts a little while. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah. now my turn. Yes. All right. Willem Dafoe and Lady Gaga. And they are starring in a 50s alien movie. Okay. <laughs> That's a very specific genre you picked. <laughs> I gave you thriller, thriller, the broadest genre there is. <laughs> All right. How about just alien? Are you are you okay with alien? I can do just Sci-fi. alien. I can do 50s alien. I don't care. I'm just All saying. Right. I'm just saying. Just saying. Okay. All right. So Willem Dafoe and Lady Gaga. Uh, let me think. Lady Gaga is a starlet, a Hollywood starlet, and she is performing at a show, a live show at the moment, singing, and Willem Dafoe is in the audience because there's a a bunch of Navy officers in the audience, and she's singing for the Navy officers, and as she's singing, suddenly the world gets attacked by these flying saucers and there's lasers everywhere and it's just chaos and the navy gets called in because they have to fight off these alien invaders but willem dafoe fell in love with hollywood starlet lady gaga and as it turns out lady gaga is a sleeper agent from russia (laughs) i don't know what happens next but that's the setup Oh, I love that. Uh, I think this is a, a tough one to title, but I, I think that would win all the Oscars, to be honest. Double <laughs> so and Defoe um, and Gaga. Yeah. I like some of the Gaga's songs. What yeah. the fuck does she know about fighting aliens? Yes. Well, that's <laughs> what we'll find out. <laughs> that's what we'll find out. Um, I'm going to call it It Came From the Stars in Hollywood. I love that. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Oscars love Hollywood-centered films too. They sure do. Like the Academy watch it and they go, that's us. That's, that's us. us. That's us. <laughs> Is this film about us? Am I the drama? <laughs> I'm not the drama. Number three. Number three. Okay, so I will give you... 90s Leonardo DiCaprio and Jodie Foster. All right. And, and your is... genre is Buddy Cop. Buddy Cop. All right. So 
Leonardo DiCaprio is a kid from the streets uh, who is just turning into a man, but has struggled with drugs um, all of his life. And he's in a rehabilitation program. And in the rehabilitation program, he spots a Jodie Foster who is teaching these young men about the trouble of drugs. He inadvertently starts to fall for her. And the only way he can hang out with her is if she joins his joint, if Jody, if Leonardo DiCaprio joins her program um, of going out in the streets and uh, he starts to become kind of a mole in the uh, drug community, but he's all doing it for Jody Foster, who is later revealed to be a lesbian. <laughs> Uh, but it, it, a comedy ensues, and uh, he, he all did it for her. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Uh, what should the title for that one be? Now, because these are all releasing at the same time, do they de-age Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, they de-age <laughs> him. <laughs> to be 90s DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 90s DiCaprio and modern day Jodie Foster. Modern day Jodie Foster. <laughs> it just brings the whole MILF aspect up. <laughs> <laughs> and she's a lesbian the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um, behind Blue Lines. Behind Blue Lines. Yeah, I like that too. Behind Blue Lines it is. All right. <laughs> Here's a pretty broad one that I can see happening. Okay. Zendaya and Daniel Radcliffe in a coming-of-age film. Ooh, okay. So Zendaya is playing a girl who just graduated high school, and she's not ready to go to college yet, but she has applications, so she's just waiting. And Daniel Radcliffe is her guidance counselor (laughs) from high school, who she bumps into randomly, and they get talking, and uh, she's telling him about how she doesn't think she's even going to go to college because she's almost dropped out of high school, all this stuff. And he's always been her support. Mm-hmm. And so when he meets her, he kind of takes her under his wing and teaches her how to become a guidance counselor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, wow. What could the title for this one be? <laughs> Um, well, let's see. What is Zendaya's character's name? Her name is, her name is Danielle. I'm going to entitle the film Danielle to Guidance, please. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Like it's an announcement. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But Daniel Radcliffe was also almost a high school dropout and like, didn't yeah. go to college he was like a, a football coach who they just hired as the guidance counselor <laughs> oh that'd be so much fun i know <laughs> just watch this podcast get viral and these movies are starting to get made right they're gonna steal all they're of our ideas this is copyrighted <laughs> damn it damn it hollywood damn it <laughs> all right what do you have for me Val Kilmer and Florence Pugh in a historical war drama. 
All right. About the War of 1812. Oh, a very popular war that we both have learned about in social studies in Canada. <laughs> yeah, only in Canada. <laughs> All right. Um, so Val Kilmer is a commanding officer in the War of 1812. Forgive me for my history facts. Um, it is pretty blurry, but uh, this is all the historical dramas take a lot of liberties. All right, so, 100%. yeah, they um, could be using Gatling guns. <laughs> it, yeah, machine. <laughs> Imagine. Yes. Um, so Val Kilmer, and who is the other? Who is the actress? Florence Pugh? Florence Pugh, right? Uh, Florence Pugh plays one of the nurses that is on the field. Uh, who Val gets shot down. He survives, but Florence is putting him back together right on the field because uh, he's most important. But the States is coming in and she picks up his weapon and she's a dead shot. She shoots directly where she needs to. And Val is so impressed with this, she brings her up in the ranks um, during the 1812 battles, and it pisses off a lot of the men that are surrounding that movement. And um, it's, it's kind of like one of the very undocumented first instances of uh, women empowerment. Um, but I think it ends sad. I think Val has to get shipped home after his injuries and uh, they set Florence up for disaster at the end. No. Yeah. <laughs> Baby Florence. Uh, no, it's sad. <laughs> I would watch the hell out of that movie, by and the I way. I would cry seven times. <laughs> I cry so hard. Um, that title should be... Well, if it was... <laughs> anything to do with historical drama it would just be called 1812 <laughs> that's so true <laughs> i think i'll call it her fight her fight oh, i love that simple yet effective <laughs> my turn now to give actors and a genre to rosie here and i'm gonna say in one of those reunion styled films Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson is back and they are doing a musical. Okay. Um, this musical is about a divorced couple going through custody challenges. Um, they split custody fairly and most of it is amicable, but as any divorced couple, go through you know they fight a lot but it's a musical um <laughs> and what happens is their kid goes to school one day and then doesn't come home <laughs> oh but it's whimsical the kid just like we follow the kid as well and the kid is just on this magical adventure in a forest yes with like fun little friends his fun little forest his, friends <laughs> his fun friends fairies perhaps <laughs> Anyway, but, but we do see the, the trials and tribulations while the divorced couple scramble to find their kid. And you think at the end of it that they're going to get back together. Mm -hmm. 
but then another fight breaks out musical style and it ends and it just yeah and it's kind of up to interpretation but it, it's like they, they yeah. they're, they're not together <laughs> <laughs> all right what should i name this musical um i think i'm gonna call it death taxes divorce the musical i love that <laughs> <laughs> why death because that's the uh, three things that are certain in life death and taxes and divorces <laughs> oh my god all right your go okay um i will give you ryan gosling and emma stone I'm back again in a spaghetti western <laughs> spaghetti western. yeah it's right. an italian western <laughs> like like once upon a time in hollywood style yeah yeah well this movie is about a couple who are always on and off but they ryan gosling owns the saloon and he brings in patrons every single day uh, and he noticed that he has lost his patrons since his last breakup because he made Emma Stone sing for all the gentlemen in the bar. And he realizes he has to foreclose the saloon um, unless he can bring her back in. So he learns how to play the old piano and he goes from town to town looking for her because she's she's off exploring as she always is and he goes to different bars and he's the piano man uh but you know dr of course stuff ensues where he has to get into bar fights and he has to do these uh you know poker games and i think it ends with a final performance and he gets shot and she takes over the saloon in the end why do all of your memory. people die, bro? <laughs> hell? Uh, just because. Okay. I mean, I someone has to ride off into the sunset, I guess. <laughs> Fair. What should we call that? Hmm. A swan song for the man behind the bar. <laughs> That's great. Hell fucking yeah, dude. My turn. Yes. Father, daughter, Gary Sinesis, and Millie Bobby Brown in a medieval film. <laughs> what? Okay. Um, well, obviously, Lieutenant Dan is a sellsword. <laughs> and he has to bring his daughter along with him since his wife died. And so he goes from village to village, kingdom to kingdom, selling his sword. And eventually he has to sell his sword for a nobleman and he has to go on a very dangerous quest. And so he has to leave his daughter behind. But Millie Bobby Brown is sneaky and, you know, she's seen what her dad does and she's learned a thing or two. So she thinks she's confident enough to go along with him. Um, so without him knowing, she sneaks along and goes with him and they get into all sorts of trouble. And she gets kidnapped by an evil wizard. <laughs> they have to go and save her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That seems so whimsical, and it's almost, I can envision Spielberg doing it for some reason. That'd be great. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to call it, you know, it seems like a movie that's very accessible to people. 
Um, so the title needs to be successful to people. So you said he's a swordsmith? He's a sellsword. A sellsword. I think you just call it the sellsword's daughter. Okay. That's, I, I like think that. that has a catchy enough title. It's simple, yeah. but now I want you to do a film with Selena Gomez. Wait, isn't it my turn? You just gave me something. Oh, yeah. That's right. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> For sure. Okay. So now I want you to do a film with Selena Gomez. <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> John C. Riley and Will Ferrell in a sci-fi action. You mean John C. Riley? <laughs> yeah. The one, the, the actor that everyone thinks that I look like. Yes. You know, children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so John C. Riley. Oh my God. And Will Ferrell in a sci fi. Sci fi action. Sci fi action. Okay. So these two are employees at SeaWorld. And they train the dolphins, and the dolphins, very slapstick, they, uh, they end up like knocking them into the pools and stuff like that. Um, and it seems very comedic. Um, but then one night they both get drunk in the, um, the sea world and they get locked in, uh, even though they work there and they sneak around to go to their pen uh, or where the dolphins live because they forgot um, something there, maybe their beer or something like that. And they see the dolphins doing something, whispering to each other. And they come to realize after investigating a little bit that see, the sea world is built on an ancient crater that is giving these dolphins these powers. And they befriend a dolphin named Gorby. Um, <laughs> and, but that dolphin kind of betrays from letting them know and it's a very um there's some heartbreaking <laughs> things in this movie but everyone lives in this one and they realize that they have to keep the sea world a secret um but then sea world they announced does get closed down for inhumane things um and they're very sad at the end of the film that this <laughs> happens but then an aquarium like that properly takes place takes care of these sea creatures gets built on the land but then the new fish and stingrays and all that begin to whisper. <laughs> but John C. Riley and Will Ferrell are the new security guards of the <laughs> aquarium. <laughs> oh my God. So there's a sequel lined up. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, oh, what should I call it? Um, and I love that the concept of this film is getting nominated for an Oscar up again. <laughs> I know. I forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah, these are supposed to be Oscar movies. <laughs> oh my God, Will Ferrell, what the fuck? Um, it, it just hit emotionally. It was well filmed. Oh my like, God. Maybe it's a Wes Anderson. No, they would have to have Bill Murray and all that in it. Oh, 100%. Um, <laughs> but maybe it's another big director. <laughs> True. Maybe it's like it's an Alfonso a... Cuarón. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, if it's an Alfonso Cuaron film, then let me think of a title. Uh, let's call it Submerged. Submerged. <laughs> With John C. Riley <laughs> <laughs> and Will Ferrell. 
and it's very controversial at the box office because although it, it, it is a comedy sci-fi um it does have some themes in it people aren't used to in a john c Riley and like animal Wilbur. cruelty yeah <laughs> Somewhere. And a dolphin named Gorby. And a dolphin named Gorby. That was the working title on set. A dolphin named Gorby. I actually kind of <laughs> like that title more. Do you want me to switch it to that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Selena Gomez. Yes. Maya Rudolph. Okay. They're starring in a mixture of a one of those girl night movies but it's also a commentary on superhero films. Okay. One of those- mixing it up in these last few movies here. What is this genre? (laughs) (laughs) Girl Um, boss. (laughs) Girl boss. Okay. So like a girl night, like a going out girl night. It's a going out girl night film, but the only reason why I add the superhero element to it commentary is because these are Oscar films true and um you know a girl's night movie unfortunately even though i love sisters it's one of my favorite film of all time it's not getting nominated for an oscar (laughs) so the only reason these can get nominated for oscars if there's some sort of commentary to them true okay so maya and selena are out on the town trying to get some men because maya recently broke up with her boyfriend and she's feeling down about herself Mm -hmm. So Selena's taken her out to make her feel so much better. And they go out to this club and they're dancing and living it up. And Maya starts dancing up on this guy and she goes home with him. And then when she wakes up in the morning, she rolls over and sees in his closet a pair of tights and like spandex. (laughs) And so she's like, what the fuck? And so she goes home and she tells Selena and she's like, yo, this guy was, he, I think he's a superhero. You've been seeing those super people that are on TV. I think that guy hooked up with is one of them. And then, um, so she's like kind of interested and she's waiting for him to call her back and waiting and waiting and waiting and he doesn't call her back. And so she's like looking on the news, like, I wonder if he's fighting crime. Maybe he's busy. I don't know. Or maybe he's just an asshole. Who knows? And so the next night they go out again, but they're at a different club this time and they see him again and uh, they see him dancing up on some girl again. And so Maya walks up to him and she's like, yeah. what are you doing? Why didn't you call me back? And he's like, oh, I got busy. And she, uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> what I was going with it was um, he's pretending to be a super person to hook up you with girls. Made. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah. I'm going to call this film Phone Booth in the Closet. <laughs> okay, that's great. <laughs> then I guess this, the, the guy has to be a girl. The guy has to be a girl. It is now a lesbian movie. My well, Rudolph has fallen in love with a superwoman. I love She's that. lying about being a superwoman a to hook up with other one. women. She is manipulative. Maybe she's played by... Chris, or what? What's um, the one on SNL? Yeah, <laughs> her. <laughs> we we know, but Kristen Wiig. Well, not Kristen Wiig. The the one who played Hillary Clinton. Uh, oh yeah, her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love her. I I hate oh, that her, her name's escaping name. me. I totally know her name too, and it's gonna come to me. Yeah. God damn. All right, Kate I'm not McKinnon. googling it. Yeah, that's it. Kate McKinnon. 
love Kate McKinnon. Yeah, she's totally played by Kate McKinnon, 100%. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So our movies that are nominated for an Oscar are Agree to Disagree, It Came from the Stars in Hollywood, Behind Blue Lines, Danielle to Guidance, Her Fight, Death, Taxes, and Divorces, A Swan Song for the Man Behind the Bar, The Self Sword's Daughter, A Dolphin Named Gorby, and Phone Booth in the Closet. (laughs) Dolphin Named Gorby. (laughs) Is that your best picture pick? (laughs) Yeah, just because it's Gorby. (laughs) Because it's your hedgehog Gorby. My Gorby. Okay, so I have our wheel here. Why? So okay. how this is going to work. These are the 10 films up for the, the Oscars this year. And we're going to spin and we're going to eliminate one that the Academy just didn't get enough votes for until we're left with one movie that'll be crowned Best Picture winner. Okay. Makes sense. Are we going to comment on why maybe the movie flopped? Oh, of course. All right. <laughs> This is why the Academy did not vote for this best picture. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to be personally offended, to be honest. If Dolphin named Corby goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we're going to spin. This is the movie that got the least amount of votes from the Academy. came from the stars in Hollywood. By the way, if you're listening to this in our video, we're spinning a wheel, but we will describe everything. It came from the stars in Hollywood. It's the Hollywood movie. What happened, Rosie? Why didn't this get votes from the Academy? I think maybe because it was too on the nose for Hollywood these days. They like things to be in subtext. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can agree with that. I, you know, the days of pleasing the Academy with times changing so quickly, mm-hmm. um, it's enough to get a nomination, but not enough to win. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So, remove that from the list. All right. Here we go. Oh, no. A swan song for the man behind the bar. By far the best title. Yes, for (laughs) sure the best title. This is the one that the film kids and general audiences are kind of mad didn't win, I think. I think so too. I think this was like a personal favorite for everyone's because it was an homage to the spaghetti Western genre. And it's, yes. You know, and it was done so well and the casting was just everyone's favorite. I feel like it, it is a lot like La La Land, not just for the casting of this movie though, but for the discourse that it eventually creates on Twitter. Yes, Whether of or course. not it's good. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So it didn't win the Academy Award, but uh, just a pleasure to be nominated. <laughs> All right, let's see what got eighth place in the voting. No! Gorby! A dolphin named Gorby. You know what? Fair enough. It's Will Ferrell and John C. (laughs) Riley. Well, you think he still got the uh, best actor nomination? Yeah, (laughs) maybe. Yeah, they're just like, we'll give that the win to John. Yeah. Um, obviously Oscars hate comedies, so it's even a miracle that a dolphin named Gorby is here. True. But it had some good themes and some meaningful. Yeah. This is the film that gets shown to English students in grade 11. Yeah. Because it entices them in, but it still gives those themes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. hundred percent. 
All right. Top seven. Damn. <laughs> they really... Sorry. Behind Blue Lines has been eliminated from the running. You know, I think they just really hated the de-aging of Leo. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, Hollywood doesn't like this. Um, I think the people in Hollywood don't like it so much. Yeah, it's a little bit jarring. And it's mm-hmm. like, why not just cast yeah. a younger person? Or make Leo's character that age. Exactly. You know? And like, yeah. the CG never looks good. No. Um, it was it had enough of the story there. Mm-hmm. And um, definitely was some people's favorites. It makes sense. It's not in the top five. Yeah, I agree. So sixth place. We're saying goodbye to the Cell Sword's daughter. It's a pretty basic one. Yeah, it's it's nothing special. It's one of those that well, it has to be nominated. Yeah, it has <laughs> to be nominated. It's got Lieutenant Dan in it. Yeah, and I think <laughs> he's up for a Best Actor nod because they give Best Actor to the dads in movies all of course, the time, always. But that brings us to our final five, and I want to go through the final five with you because this is the the films that people are discussing as the front runners yes. for the best picture award. So we have agreed to disagree. Why are people liking this film, Rosie? <laughs> um, Is it just with Jennifer Coolidge in it um, and Colin Farrell doing roles that they're not used to doing? Is that what's giving it a lot of buzz? It could definitely be that, like, you know, a change in the usual pattern and the norm. And it's like, kind of weird and kind of different and you know I think Jennifer Coolidge blew everybody away with her performance and Colin Farrell of course he is oh, all the time Colin. always like it's a matter of time right um but Jennifer Coolidge yeah she really took that role as her own and ran with it mm-hmm. and yeah. a lot of the psychological thrillers are getting nominated for best picture yeah um and this one you know it's about divorce so of course mm-hmm. it's up there Danielle to guidance um this is just enticing and uh, almost best picture. Why? Um, people love coming of age stories and uh, Zendaya is fantastic. And so is Daniel Radcliffe. So there's Oscar bait just with those two alone. Yeah, names. And yeah. I can see this movie having some of the most beautiful shots in it. I agree. Like, yeah. can't you see the tracking shot of Zendaya walking down to the guidance office yeah. with all the principal's faces in each, like... It's so Oscar Beatty. It's very Oscar Beatty. And, you know, it's probably an A24 production. <laughs> I can see it being A24. <laughs> so if there's another Oscar bait. <laughs> yeah. Her fight is in the top five. I think this is a no-brainer why it's a front runner. Uh, yeah, of course. Yes. And I think also, you know, with Val Kilmer and his recent health problems and how mm. he's still wanting to make films and stuff like that, um this would give the academy a lot of reason to uh really love this film and we love val kilmer we love val kilmer and love val kilmer i'm afraid to say it but he and i haven't seen robert pattinson in it yet but um he's my favorite batman (laughs) fair enough i don't have an opinion (laughs) (laughs) all right death taxes and divorces the musical christian stewart and robert pattinson redemption musical (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. I mean, musicals have to be nominated at least, like, you I know. mean, West Side Story got nominated this year. Yeah. Like, it just had to be. Right? Like, if there's a good, solid musical out there, 
that's that rare. Shot well, yeah, like that's yeah. rare. So I, I like you know, give it a nomination. Give it a nomination and definitely in contention. And yeah. then phone booth in in the closet. I think this is just it's it's fun. It is. It's like a, a commentary both on dating in the LGBTQ community and superhero superhero films. films. Which the Academy hates. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So yes, I think all these fights. Do you have a, a best picture pick? I would say her fight, but just that's because I'm Canadian and a woman. <laughs> yes, um, I I think her fight would probably win in a real scenario. Me too. Um, I'm gonna I'll I'll choose Danielle to guidance. I think that would be my style of film that I would just watch over and over again. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's see who got fifth place in the voting. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, phone yeah. booth in the closet, fifth place comedy film too. It tracks. Yeah, it's a little. It has comedy elements, so it wouldn't pull many votes. Let's do fourth place. Final four. No. No, Danielle to guidance. Well, a twenty four never wins, anyways. <laughs> it's true. They're so snubbed. <laughs> yeah, they're a little pretentious, but they're snubbed. I love a twenty four. Okay, on to the final three. And I think this makes sense with agree to disagree. Third place, just not enough. I, I yeah. think in there to get the best picture, but uh, really blew audiences away. Yeah, and I think Jennifer Coolidge is a runner up for that best actress. Yes, for sure. All right. All right. So her fight versus death, taxes and divorces. The musical. The musical. <laughs> Is this going to be a La La Land? This, <laughs> it has to, the only reason why it's best picture, I think, is because it's like La La Land. But will it? Um, will we announce that the the wheel was wrong? If it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's spin. Will death, taxes, and divorces the musical win best picture for its production value of a musical reminiscent of The Sound of Music? uh and all of that genre stuff or will her fight the historical drama about women's empowerment win the best picture award i think these were the top two going in people are debating on twitter let's see let's see what it is are we saying the one that lands on it <laughs> we didn't decide that oh shit i mean that would be the one that gets removed well her fight got selected by the wheel so that leaves death taxes and divorces as best picture, or do we say that the one it landed on <laughs> is the winner? I don't know. Are we la la landing death taxes and divorces? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. We're gonna la la land it. I like it has to be death taxes and divorces because yeah, we've removed picture. all of them. There we we removed all of them. It's the last one there. Congratulations, death taxes Congratulations. and divorces. The music, the theater kids win. Yes, the theater kids win this one. Big win for the theater kids yeah, all across the globe. Big upset for her fight, but I think her fight won 10 other awards. So Yeah, it won everything else. <laughs> for maybe original song. <laughs> yeah, original song. Death, Taxes, and Divorces, for sure. I am yeah. very pleased for uh, Robert Pattinson and Kirsten Stewart's reunion here. Yeah, me too. I hope they don't actually hate each other. <laughs> Yeah, I, I hope not either. <laughs> so that is it for our very first podcast of Lobby Snacks. Did you have fun? I had so much fun. 
Yeah. Um, next episode, we're planning on doing our next game, which mm-hmm. is box office battle, mm-hmm. uh, which we're going to take a genre. We're going to spin the wheel um, and we're each going to make a movie distributed. She might get Netflix in the wheel pick. I might get, you know, Amazon original. Yeah. They're going to be the same movie, but produced by different companies. companies. Yeah. And we're going to see who makes the better film. And that's yeah. what this podcast is going to be just about us having fun with the genre of film and celeb gossip. <laughs> yeah. And something about Kobe and I is we love improv. So like anything that has to do with on the spot, like story making, we love that. We love that. And uh, me and Rosie's banter has been like that since college. So yeah. glad we're, we're getting it out finally. Finally. And sharing it with people who might relate. Yes, of course. Yeah. Should be super fun. We need friends. We need need friends for for the community. Yeah. All right. So yeah, um, we don't have a schedule yet, uh, but just keep us on post notifications or whatever you need to do. Um, We want this to release at least once a week. Um, Don't fault us if we fall behind because we both get up at two every day. (laughs) Well, I mean, I work a full time. You just you you got a a full time job. I'm freelance. (laughs) Yeah, he's he wakes up at two. I get up at eight a.m. Eight a.m. That's just lovely. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I actually don't mind it, but oh, it's good to see the morning. (laughs) I don't see it. I I work in a basement. (laughs) (laughs) Again, we should remind people where they can find us. Where can they find you, Rosie? I am on Twitter at Rosie Skies TV. That's where you can find me. Perfect. And your Twitch channel as well. Yeah, just Rosie Skies. I'm not, I don't stream very much anymore, but I, like I said at the beginning, I'm hoping to ramp it up. So yeah, if you want to drop a follow on my Twitch, be sure to do that. But I'm mostly on my Twitter. All right. And uh, I'm on Twitter as well. Ringo Jake 41. I made that username when I was a 12 year old biggest you should change fan that. in the world i don't know i, I think it's cute <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> um but uh you could tweet me there but of course um what i want all of you to see is um this lovely youtube channel we have all put a lot of effort into woodworth cinemas w-o-o-d-i-r cinemas lots of content there this is where this will get uploaded every single week that's a lie probably uh Maybe. this is where you'll find our podcast <laughs> yeah we'll try yeah <laughs> no promises yeah. well we but, might be recording um, again on thursday by the way the recording date well i don't think we're no, normally i'll mention the recording date because we might record a few at the same time but for the first episode is yeah. on two two tuesday oh yeah two two twenty two that's actually excellent that bodes very well yes it does all right um if you want to leave in the comments of this video or um your reviews for this podcast what you think yes. should have won Yes, uh, I would film love you would see. That. Yeah, I'd love to hear what people think about the movies we thought of. Yes. Yes, we I want to know what movie won your heart. Yeah, <laughs> what's your what is your winner? What is your winner? What is your winner? Okay. My name's Kobe. My name's Rosie. And we will catch you on the flippity flip. Catch you on the flippity flip. All right. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. We thank you for joining us this evening. Remember, any cars left here overnight will be towed. We hope to see you back here at Woodworth Cinemas for some more lobby snacks in the future. We'll see you next time, folks.